sacks. They're selling all their possessions and giving it to each other. And so this guy who was fighting over what seat he got to sit at now is selling all of his possessions and giving it to whoever has need. Something has changed and he has received power in his relationship with other people. Um, The other thing I was thinking of is this. uh, A verse that I think oftentimes we know is, it's in John, and I'm going to try to find it here. Uh, I can't find it. In any case, it says that you will be known by your love. So for those of us who are followers of Christ, who are Christians, we will be known by our love. And then in, in, the, in chapter 15, that's in 13, in chapter 15 it says that, it is, that God desires that we would prove to be his disciples by bearing fruit. But I was looking at this, I was reading through it, I was like, wait a second, we'll be known by our love, and the way that we prove our love for God is by bearing fruit. How do we bear fruit? By loving people. And then in John chapter 15, in the middle of it, it's talking about abiding in Christ, and it's talking about um, the, uh, the branches and the trees and the vines and all this. And, and in it, it says, I love this, it says, it is my desire that you would bear fruit. And that if you bear fruit, I will prune you and you will bear more fruit because it is my will that you bear much fruit. You see, Jesus is not just, and God is not just wanting us to bear fruit to show that we love one another. He's wanting us to bear more fruit and to love one another more. He's wanting us to bear much fruit. That's what his desire is. That's what his will is. And he has given us the Holy Spirit to have power that we would be a people who truly love one another. And we have that power that has been given to us. We have power in our relationship with God. I was even thinking about this. In Acts chapter 7, there's a guy named Stephen, right? And Stephen's getting, getting ready to be killed for his faith. And it says that full of the Holy Spirit, he looks into the sky and he sees the glory of God. You and I, if we have a relationship with Christ, we've been given the Holy Spirit, we have power in that relationship to where we can look in and see the glory of God. That is crazy to me. We have power in our relationship with one another to where we can be a people of love. I was telling Sarah the other day, are there people in your life that like you know and they just annoy you to no end? I mean, there are people that they could annoy the Pope. There's just some of those people in this world, right? And the thing is though, is we have been given power through the Holy Spirit that we can show even them love. God has given us the Holy Spirit and we have the power in our relationship with Him. We have power in our relationship with one another. But it also does something else. We have power over our future. If we have the Holy Spirit, the Bible almost always describes the Holy Spirit as a seal. We've been given a seal. We've been sealed with something. Um, I was thinking about this. Uh, I'm not a golfer. I'm horrible at golf. My dad is really good at golf. Um, and my dad and I went golfing um, a couple years ago. And with that ash borer that's going around killing all the trees, which is, I think I got three or four more I got to cut down in my yard this year. But as I've been, as we were walking around the golf course, take that back, driving around. I only golf if you get to drive the cart. That's the fun part. Um, but we were driving around the cart, and you see all of these trees that have X's on them. All of them have been sealed. They're, 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 what's going to happen to those has been decided. Those trees are going to be cut down. It's just a matter of time when those trees will be cut down. Well, if we have the Holy Spirit, we've received a seal. And that seal changes what will happen. And what will happen is that we will go to be with the Lord when we die. 
We're going to talk about this in a couple more weeks, but if he comes back, he will take us with him. He comes back before we die. And so us having the Spirit, it gives us power in our relationship with one another. It gives us power in our relationship with God, but it also gives power to our future and that, that we, it's a seal. There's often times where it's described as a down payment. Us receiving the Spirit is just the first part. I think most of us go through life where that's like the final goal. If I just get the Holy Spirit, this is great. But if you really look at the Bible and really look at it, I think this is, I was thinking about this just this, the, the past couple of days, that, that why Adam and Eve fall is because God, the power source, is here, and they're here. They're not connected to the power source. They, it, they have this cord, this cord right here. It's not plugged in. That's why there was no power to it. It's not plugged in. And Adam and Eve, they have this relationship with God where they walk with him in the garden, but, but he's there and they're here. And sometimes they're like, but, but this is what's happening, right? But then Jesus is described as Emmanuel, which means God with us. So at first it was God is here, people are here. Then Jesus comes and it's God with us. But then he says, it's better that I go. It's to your advantage that I go because I will give you the Holy Spirit. So it goes from God's here, man's here, to God with us, to now the Spirit, God in us. But that's not the end of it because guess what? When I die, I'm not here anymore. I am there, and so now I am in him. And there's this progression that God wants to take us through. He's there, but then he's with us, and then now he's in us, and now we are in him. And that's why we are the body of Christ, because we are in him. There's this progression that happens, but the guarantee, it describes it as a guarantee, that us having the Spirit is a guarantee that the future looks different. So it's a seal, it's a down payment, it's a deposit, it's a guarantee. That is what happens when we have the Holy Spirit. That's the first three. Number four, if we have the Holy Spirit, we have power in our relationship with God, we have power in our relationship with one another, we have power over our future through Christ, we have power over the enemy. How many of us feel like there is no way we can stop doing this? How many of us feel like that person, when they do that, I can't help myself, I have to do that? How many of us know other people that struggle with addiction and there's no way they're ever going to be able to get over that? How many of us think that there's no way that I'm going to be able to, to start working out? There's no way that I'm going to be able to stop overeating. There's no way that I'm going to be able to stop using drugs or alcohol, or there's no way that this person's going to be able to stop it. There's no way that I'm going to be able to stop gossiping because I just love talking bad about other people. I love letting other people, you know what, you know why I, why I do that, why other people do that is because there's something in you that makes you feel better when someone else is shown to be negative. They got their struggles. But the thing is, is we have power over the enemy. Do you know what the enemy does? The enemy wants you to think that there's no way that you can get out of that situation. The enemy wants you to think that, that, um, that God is mad at you because you did it, that he will never forgive you because of what you've done. He wants you to feel condemned and to feel stuck. But the thing is, is the Bible teaches that when we have the Holy Spirit, it says we can resist the devil and he will flee from you. That's what it says. So when, we, when, when, when the enemy is speaking to us and, and telling us these lies, what happens with Adam and Eve? They just give right in. But what happens with us? We can resist the devil and he will flee from us because we have power 
through the Holy Spirit. Not only that, it says that for those of us who are in Christ, who have the Holy Spirit, that we are more than conquerors. You know what, though? Here's what, it, here's what I think. Most Christians are going through their life and they look like this. There's no power in their relationship with the Lord where they grow. There's no power where God is bringing to remembrance. There's no power where they're becoming closer to him because he's revealing truth to them more and more and more. And what happens is they're going through their life. They're not showing love to other people. They're not filled with compassion to other people. And the world just sees this. There's no power over their future because they're so worried about today. And, and this is, man, this is, I, I just got a new grill. It's fantastic. But my old grill, I got that grill. First day I got it, windstorm. The thing blows across the other side of the deck, puts a huge dent in it. You know how mad I was? It ruined like my whole week because of a grill. But if we have the spirit, then guess what? We have power over the future. If my grill breaks, if my house burns down, if, if the people that I know and love and care about, if something happens to them, guess what? They're, that's not my future. But we go through life like this. The enemy tells us, you know what? Girls, there are so many girls that are better looking than you. That's what the enemy tells you. The enemy tells you, you know what, this guy that's showing you some attention, you should go ahead and be with him because you can't do any better. And what happens is, is we walk through this life with no power over the enemy. We walk through this life with no power in our relationship with God. We walk through this life with no power in our relationship with one another. We walk through this life with no power over fear. We're paralyzed by fear. But the Bible teaches that if we have the Spirit, then that is not our situation. Our situation is that we have power. And we can go through this life with power in our relationship with God. We can go through this life with power in our relationship with one another. We can go through this life with power over the enemy. We, don't, we, we aren't stuck listening to those lies. Now, I want to close with this. Guess what? My dishwasher is not automatic. We have house church at our house, and oftentimes when people are leaving the kitchen, you know what they do? They turn off all the lights in the kitchen. So the next day, I'm doing some dishes, close it, push the button, start it. It doesn't turn on. Why doesn't it turn on? Because the switch has been turned off. What is so cool about God is that when that switch was turned on and you and I, when we received the Holy Spirit, the switch, he doesn't turn the switch off. But you know what? Sometimes we do. The Bible teaches that we are made up of, if we are in Christ, we're made up of the flesh and the spirit. And the Bible says that you cannot walk in the flesh and by the spirit at the same time. It's impossible. Because the flesh wants what the flesh wants. The spirit wants what the spirit wants. They are opposed to each other. But oftentimes, you know what happens? I don't walk by the spirit. I walk by the flesh. Oftentimes, I think you walk by the flesh and not by the spirit. And we walk through, the, through life looking like this because we're acting as if something has not changed. And that what has changed, though, is that 
Jesus, by his death and his resurrection, he flipped the switch and we have power. My prayer is that we as a people would realize that because of what Jesus did, because he died, because he rose again, because it is better that he go and he ascended into heaven, we have power. God breathed on Adam. He gave him a helper. It didn't work because there was no power. But for those of us who are in Christ, Jesus has breathed on us and said, receive the Holy Spirit. And he left that he would give us another helper. That helper gave us power. Do we live with it? Or do we pretend that it doesn't exist? Let's pray. God, again, I know in my life, I am so often living in my own power. I am so often easily distracted to begin living by the flesh rather than by the spirit. But God, I pray that people in this room would realize and would feel empowered by the fact that you, if we are in Christ, have given us your spirit. And your spirit means that we have received power. We have power that we can know you more. We have power that we can love one another more. We have power that we will not spend forever here. This is just a temporary place. The death will not be the end of us. The grave will not hold us in the same way that it didn't hold Jesus. God, I pray that the people in this room that are struggling with falling into those same patterns, they're struggling with um, how they view themselves. They have an image issue. God, I pray that they would realize that they have power over the lies of the enemy. God, I pray that we would be a people that go through life and that people can see that there is power in our lives because we walk by the Spirit and not by the flesh. In Jesus' name, amen.